Hi guys, welcome back. This is Honey. Welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. Guys, I I'm going to apologize right from the start. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I told you that the next podcast was going to be um, non-sexual. I lied. I'm sorry. I've got inspired. I have inspiration. You know me. I need to go for it. And then I need to post it because I always have to share. So I'll get to the um, true crime post uh, episode, maybe someday. But today... I want to talk to you about something that is definitely adult-oriented, so if you're under 18, please do not proceed. If you're 18 or above, keep going. I want to talk to you about age and sex. Age and sex. Hmm. So, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that the the idea of older people having sex, I think it's changed a lot in the last, you know, 20 or 30 years. Um, I think there was definitely a time when uh, not a lot of um, people over 50 were engaging in that much sex, especially women. Um, and I think for a, a lot of women, they're, they're still hung up on that. But, but I think that 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 um, whole concept of older people having sex is changing. I, I really do. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with um, baby boomers. Uh, that generation, you know, they're out there, they're strong, and there's a lot of them. Um, a lot. I'm one of them. Uh, it's so funny. It depends on which. I, I was just telling my boyfriend this. It depends on which chart you look at. Um, I actually did not want to be categorized as a baby boomer. So I looked and I actually found two charts, which put me, my year of birth is 62. Um, I found two charts, which, which put me in um, Gen X. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> which you might find funny because, you know, I don't really give a damn about age. Um, but I guess I do in some respects. Uh, I guess that it's that label, you know, baby boomer. My boyfriend likes to tell me that he's not a baby boomer. Um, he's such an ageist. <laughs> but anyway, so I, yeah, I want to talk about age and sex. Um, you know, I think about when you're, you know, 10, 15 years old and... Do you remember, you know, thinking, you know, well, that your parents, they don't have sex? God, come on. You know, what are they, 40? <laughs> you know, gross. If I want to have sex when I'm 40, just shoot me, man. Don't, oh, that's just disgusting. <laughs> that is such a common thought process for young people. I mean, they've done studies, um, well, you know, polls, <clears throat> where they've asked people, in their, say, um, early 20s, when they believe that they'll stop having sex. And their replies a lot of times are like um, 50. You know, I, I think 50. I think by the time I'm 50, it's going to be over. You know? <laughs> oh, guys, I know a lot of my listeners are over 40. And I know you're probably sitting there saying, what the fuck? Uh, 
Um, but come on, guys. Remember when you were young. Remember when you were young and, and you thought you looked at, you know, older people and you saw an older person doing a little much too too much PDA out there and you were just like, whoa. <laughs> I just, I just threw up a little in my mouth. You, you may still do that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, what's, what's good for me is not for thee. Is that what it is? Um, <clears throat> but so the purpose of this is not just to talk about um, sex and older people, but it's to affirm. This is, I want this to be an affirming podcast uh, I want all of you all out there who are above the age of 50 and as horny as ever to feel um, affirmed. I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you, that it's okay, uh, that more power to you. Uh, if you want to have sex until the day you die, go for it. Um, there's no shame in it. And if there's any part of you that feels like there's something wrong, if anybody is shaming you, and unfortunately, sometimes it's our partners, okay? A lot of times it's our partners saying, you know, um, and, and I, I try not to throw this on to women, but, you know, I can't help the fact that it, that it's statistically it's it's heavier on the women than it is the men that feel this way. I'm sorry. You know, I am a woman. I'm not trying to, you know, throw women under the bus, but it's pretty when you hear this being said, it's pretty common that it's a woman. And they um if their partner's fortunate enough, listen to yesterday's podcast, fortunate enough to have the discussion, to even be privy to the decision then their partner will tell them, look, you know, we're over 50. We're, you know, we've, we've had the sex. We're older. We're, you know, we're not, we're just not young anymore. And we have moved on from that phase of our life. Now I want to do uh, cooking classes with you or, or we need to um, travel the world, or we need to take up boating. You know, I mean, the, the, there's just all kinds of things that they, it, it, again, if you're fortunate in your relationship, there are things that she wants to try with you, and they don't have anything to do with sex. We need to create new interests in life, and it's not including sex. Um. And will sex ever happen again? Probably not. Probably not. I have no interest. It's just, no. So having said that, having told you that, then when you express a desire, she's like treating you like, or he is treating you like there's something wrong with you. And then as time goes on and you're no longer having sex and you get frustrated, there's something wrong with you. You need, you're sex addicted. This, this is not normal. And whether you believe it or not, it can affect you psychologically to be told that there's something wrong with you, to be treated like when you reach over, because you know, normally, and again, this is usually the man, normally he's not just going to go quietly, you know, he's just not going to go quietly. He's going to continue on occasion 
reaching across the bed, trying to initiate something, and he's going to get rebuffed. And he's not just going to get rebuffed, he's going to be told, you're sick. You're sick. I have told you that part of our life's over, and you just keep doing this. You can't even control yourself. And when you hear that a lot, it really starts to mess with your self-esteem. It messes, it just really messes with you psychologically. Your ego takes a hit. It becomes difficult for you to even function daily as far as having confidence in who you are. And um, you know what, guys? Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, there are so many good reasons to continue having sex into your um, elder years. One being, it could help you live into your elder years. Um, sex is a great stress reliever. Sex is good exercise. For some older people, it's the only aerobic activity they get. Uh, so they need to do it regularly. Because otherwise, you take a sedentary life in an 80-year-old person and then all of a sudden do aerobic activity, you could have a heart attack. So you need to continue being sexually active. You don't need to stop. You need to do it. It's good for you. It's good for you. Please. And, and again, the main reason I am doing this particular topic is because I want all of you people out there who have begun to feel like there's something wrong with you because you want sex and your partner doesn't. There is nothing wrong with you. I'm here to tell you there is nothing wrong with you. I am sorry. You know, apologize beforehand to your partner that I am telling you this, but it's true. In my experience, in my opinion, it's true. And your partner needs to stop shaming you. And you need to know that you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You desire sex because it is a normal human thing to do. And if you are over 50 and you're still desiring sex, I applaud you. Because it's a good thing. Okay, and denying yourself that pleasure, which relieves so much stress in your life, and it gives you so many good hormones just flushed, just poured throughout your system that make you feel good, helps you in so many different ways. To deny yourself that is to basically say, okay, come on, come on, age, just ravage my body. Take me now because you're doing you're, by, by denying yourself sexual activity, you're, you're aging. You know what? Let me, let me say this. And I bet you, I bet you that you will agree with this, you know, and a lot of you might have husbands or wives that can back this theory up, but you know, when you see those men and women in our community, or in our bed, who get over 50 and their their whole um, uh, look, I mean, their, their look changes. They go from having a young look to having an older look. They round out, their face gets rounder, their, their stomach gets rounder. Their clothes, the pants get higher. And I know you're 
probably thinking that's funny, but it's true. Their hair gets cut short and put into some sort of weird little curl, and it goes white or just gray. They all start wearing glasses. They get a look of a grandparent. And it happens, like, it's kind of gradual, but almost not. Like, one day you're looking at a person who looks vibrant and healthy, and then you're looking at your grandma or your grandpa. And and it's funny, because when I was dating, I would... I would talk to someone, I would talk to a man and, and, and I would find out, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, we're having a nice conversation. I can, I can feel that there could be a little spark here. So let's keep talking. And then, then we would exchange pictures. And when I would see him and he looked like a grandpa, I'm just like, no, 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 because I know this story. And that man, that man that I'm looking at, is not on my level sexually. And I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. The 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 people who get that look and this this is I, I got a little I sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. Um and there's a reason for that, but I, but I'm not even going to go into it right now because I'm getting sidetracked. But what I was getting at was those people who get that look, who who turn into that grandparent look, are also the people who have either greatly reduced their sex or are have completely gotten rid of their sex the sex in their life they they're those people who have gone to their to their partners and said yeah yeah that that part of our life's over um i don't think that's a coincidence i don't think that's a coincidence that that people who have that look are less active sexually or not active sexually at all I don't think you tend to find a vibrant, young-looking 55-year-old or 60-year-old who is not having sex. I think that when you go to a lifestyle party, no matter what age the people are there, men and women, you do not find a lot of people who have that look. And you know what look I'm talking about, okay? You know what I mean. We see those people. We see them in their 50s. And it's like, what the fuck? That person looks like they're in their 70s. It's crazy. Yeah. Unless you have crazy good genetics that no matter what, you're just going to look young always. Um, if you stop being sexually active, I'm telling you, it happens. <laughs> Do you agree or not? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm telling you, sex is good at any age. You need, okay, don't come for me because I said that. Obviously, I don't mean under 18. Come on. I feel like I need to qualify everything I say. Um, the world's so crazy right now. Uh, sex is good. Sex is good. Even if you're in your 90s, if you want sex, it's good. You are not a pervert. If anybody tells you because you are an older person that you need to stop that, tell them to fuck off. Tell them to talk to me. I got your back, okay? I will go to bat for you because that is total and utter bullshit. Keep having sex. 
Do not feel like you're a pervert. Please, if you have any issues surrounding this, if there's someone in your life who has shamed you to the point that you feel like you should not, that, that you feel like you're a pervert because you still want sex, you talk to me. Send me an email. We will talk because I am going to encourage you. Every time I talk to you, I am going to encourage you and I am going to make you understand that there is nothing wrong with your sexual appetite. It is good. It is good for you. It will keep you young and you need to do it. And if you are in a relationship with somebody who does not agree with that, you have a decision to make because if you keep denying yourself what you want and need, you too are going to start eventually aging and it's going to catch up with you and you're going to turn into that same person that I described. Do you want that to happen? You don't want that to happen. I should get, and I would do this if I didn't have to, I, I can't, I, I can't defame other people. So I, I really should get these pictures of, of these two typical stereotypical men and women who have stopped having sex and um, what they look like. And I should post them and um, I should share them with people who think that they, that they should stop having sex or their partner should stop having sex or that people over 50 shouldn't have sex. And just post those pictures. You do not want this to happen to you. This is a cautionary tale. These people do not have sex. And then put up a picture of, you know, a vibrant looking 60 year old and say, do you want to be this one or do you want to be this one? The difference is this one's having all the sex she wants and this one hasn't had sex in 10 years and plans on never having sex again. Who do you want to be? You know, who do you want to be? You know, you want to be a vibrant, young-looking 67-year-old, 60 or 70-year-old? Or or do you want to look like grandma and grandpa in your 50s? And that's a choice. You may want to. Hey, you know what? Some people never really enjoyed sex all that much, and they want to be grandma and grandpa. They, there are actually a lot of people who embrace the part of their life where they don't have to, air quotes, have to, have sex anymore. And I'm not here to shame them either. If if you are that person and you never really enjoyed it all that much, or you feel like, yeah, I, I had this little window where I enjoyed it, but I just don't. It's just too much effort. I don't want to do it. That's okay. Be that person. You too should be who you want to be. But don't shame your partner who has a healthy appetite. You know, and maybe instead of shaming your partner, you should go find somebody who who matches your desires or lack of desires. Well, it's not that you have a lack of desires. Your desires are on other things, not sexual. Some people don't lose their sexuality. Some people do. It's okay. But you need to embrace who you are and surround yourself with people who also embrace who you are. Because if you don't, you are shaming the people you claim to love. And you need to stop doing it. You need to stop doing it. You need women, men should not look at their partners after 20 years of marriage and say sex is over. We're not doing it anymore. 
We are going to crochet from now on. I am going to crochet, and you are going to play checkers. And that's what we're doing. And every once in a while, we will go visit our grandchildren, and you and I are going to walk very quietly into the sunset. That's what we're doing. No, that's what you want to do, and no shame on you, but go find a different partner. Don't destroy your partner's life, someone you claim to love, because you have decided that you don't want sex anymore. And you people, you men and women out there who in your 50s are still sexually active or at least want to be, stop feeling ashamed. Stop feeling like there's something wrong with you. There's not and surround yourself with people of like mind. And that's what everybody needs to do. I am sorry for those relationships that are not equally matched after 20 years. It is what it is. But everybody has a choice to make on what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. I, for one, will never accept that I'm going to stop having sex. It, it, and that brings up a good point too, which it, it may be another podcast because I'm already at 21 minutes here, but but we need to talk about um, injuries, chronic illness, chronic injuries, chronic, chronic illness, chronic pain. Um, we need to talk about that because that does not mean sex ends. Now, it may. If the person wants it to end, that's fine. But if you still are in a relationship with someone who has a chronic illness and they're lamenting over the fact that they can't sexually um, uh, um, perform the way they did, then there's a conversation that needs to be had right there. And I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave that right there. That's another podcast. That'll be part two. We'll talk about chronic illness and chronic pain and sex. So that'll be the next podcast. I'm going to stop this one. Um, once again, I, I seem to have been talking about, you know, unequally matched sexual partners. Seems to be a hot topic with me. This one was a little different. This is more about shaming people and um, elder sex, <laughs> elder sex, guys. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Okay, I love you all. Uh, check out my links, guys. Email me if you have questions or just want to talk. Um, check out my Patreon. The link is in the description of this podcast. Please join. That's where my erotic stories normally are. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.